Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. That's a hell of a job, hell of a win, 2-0. and oh. Cam Jordan wants you to break him down. Yeah. 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 Captain, oh, Captain, my captain. As long as they come, baby, I don't care how a win comes, as long as it does come through this door. As, hey, as saints, that's what we strive for. That's right. We're looking for wins. Yep. Now, all four quarters ain't going to be clean and ain't going to be perfect. But as long as we close out, that's what matters. That's right. Four quarters ends, we look up the scoreboard. This says Saints dub. That's all we care about. That's right. Let's keep on striving, working. We got plenty of stuff to work on, plenty of stuff to clean up. Yeah. We need to clean it up now so we can keep seeing them W's on the board. That's right. Let's work together now. Saints on three. One, two, three. Saints. Welcome on in. This is Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. Episode two. I'm excited this week. We just took down the Carolina Panthers. They got a former, no, former number, current number one overall draft pick in Bryce Young. They've got Chubba Hubbard. Miles Sanders from Philadelphia is now there as their primary back. You've got, you know, DJ Shark, formerly from Jacksonville. They have offensive weapons, or they had offensive weapons, but they had to come face the Saints defense, and we showed up to play four sacks. It should have been a Brian Brzee, Cameron Jordan sack fumble via Cameron Jordan, but a penalty happens and penalties will happen. Took that away. So it is what it is. I'm sure there was four or five pressures my way, uh, but we'll talk about, you know, what do I prefer pressures or sacks, whatever it is. Would you like to stack, you know, stack the stats or win? And I'd want to win. So I'm here for this win. However they come, as long as they keep coming and come in bunches, I need these wins to come my way. Thank you. I can't wait to talk about, so much more than just this game. We're going to talk about how I feel about turf versus grass. We're going to talk about another, you know, one of my friends are going to pop up on the show to talk about what he likes. Because we all watch film as as NFL athletes. As a pass rusher, I like to see other pass rushers succeed. Because if they can succeed and I can take their moves and I can have more success, that's what it's all about. That's what I want to do. I just want to see your best pass rusher succeed. I grew up watching guys like Chris Dolman, you know, John Randall, um, got to the league, you know, and, and started looking at Julius Peppers. I started taking moves from each and everybody. Calais Campbell, when he was in Arizona, um, I, I love watching current guys now. Your Josh Allens over at Jacksonville, the Max Crosby's, the, the Matthew Judon's, the TJ Watts. I, I enjoy just watching defensive ends and quote-unquote edge rushers succeed. So, you know, as we go on, I just want to have a, have a little fun with this. Uh, and I'm going to bring in, you know, my producer from time to time is going to pop up. You may not see him. You may see him. His name's Thomas. He's got a bald head. He's a good guy, though. <laughs> hey, man, I, no, not all, all of us have the locks that you got, man. You know? But it's we, shining, we, we though. We come in. Hey, we come in and we get right. In fact, normally I like to get right during the week so I don't have to get right game day. I had to get right. I was in North Carolina 
And I was like, you know, I had braids in previously. Once I get like, you know, two weeks in, I'm sort of over them. When, when you can't, we can't see that new growth. You can't see the scalp anymore. It's time for them to go in my book. Some guys defer whatever it is. My preference, keep it clean. Why? Because when I was growing up, my mother was a hairdresser for a time. And she would get on, you know, she would get on her case about it. So whenever I see, you know, even when I had dreadlocks, if I can't see my scalp, I'm like, hey, it's time for a new retwist. And that's where I'm at with it. Game day, Monday morning, I'm in a chair getting right before team meeting start off, which is, you know, I'm in a chair by 7 30, 8 o'clock. I'm out the chair by 9. I'm at team meetings by 9 30. You know, I, things I have to do. And then, you know, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, they pay good. What you know, whatever, you know, prime set. Wait, so so when do you decide what hairstyle you're gonna go with for the season? For the season, that yeah. I, that just happens somewhere in the off season. Um, I'm I'm like I wake up and I'm like this is what I'm doing. It's it's not much thought to it, and you know I'm married, four kids, so the wife is like, why don't you ever consult me? Well, if I've never consulted you, why would I start consulting you? You know, like I so said, the only thing I'm not allowed to do in my house is do what you're doing right now. That, that this this clean look, this like you know maybe you have chin hair, so like. I can, I can rock that. Yeah, Jack, look, look, She doesn't enjoy the clean face. Like, that's her, like, one rule. I showed up. We were we were living in Spain this offseason. Was in there for two months. Uh, a month in a month in Madrid, a month in uh, Barcelona, Barcelona. <laughs> a, a week in Bilbao, a week in Ibiza. And I, I shaved my face off. <laughs> Woke up, walked on over, and she was like, no, no. That was the only kickback that I've ever received in my, like, eight or nine years of being together uh you know married for the last four five and then she's like why why would you do this to me out of all the looks that i've had no facial hair bane of her existence so Learn. people can't see behind you so there are two two pieces of artwork behind you one you have a mini fro and what is that what you call it? a fu manchu kind of look yeah no no like that was just that was just like you know some old school 90s r&b yeah like little soul patch connected to the beard with a little mustache and then you know, the other like, one the other the other one yeah i had i had the uh the the twisting mustache curling mustache disgusting like you know like with with the wax you could you could make it really cool and then i had a long beard like it was my pirate vibe i woke up and i was like i i like i want to be a pirate I was like, how do I give the best version of Captain Hook if he was a vicious, savage football player? We got to get this on YouTube so people can see it because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's pretty I'm, wild. I'm just saying, it's, it's OD. And then, and then, of course, you know, local artists saw it, did paintings, and I was like, this is fire. What could I do with these? So now they're my backdrop to my podcast. Welcome on in to Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. So and my beautiful portraits behind me. One day you'll see. Um, so let's let's go back. You were starting to talk about what happened last night in the game. First, just one thing that we don't get to see as regular people in the world. You play a game, you guys leave the field. We don't know what happens after that. So just literally, physically, like how do you feel the day after? Um, one, I don't know what's happening after the game. On the field, there was a, a little guy, 42. He was getting real scrappy with one of our DBs. I had to break that up. But apparently there's another clip where my guy, Mike Thomas, is walking into the stadium. And there's a there's a killer D tackle following him. I don't know if I like that. If there was a matchup there, I don't know if I like that. I should have been around, you know. I was saying what's up to you, former teammate Shy Tuttle, and my guy's getting chased in there. I'm not saying I have omnipotence, but I feel like I should have I should have been around. As, as the vet, you should have been there. Holding it down yeah. for your guy. Yeah. I got Holding it. it down. Holding down. But so, you know, during the game, you're going to get nicks. You're going to get bruised up. 
definitely get bruised up. I took a couple shots last game, like early in the game, that, you know, unsettle you. Um, what was the first like, one? The first one was a running back. I was I was uh, working this edge. Didn't see the running back to the last second. He caught he caught me in the side. You know, I was like, oh, immediately, you know that feeling. As a football player, I'm like, if you, you know, if you haven't bruised ribs before, you've had bruised ribs before, you know that feeling. On connect, you feel you, yourself decompress. You're like, ooh, that's a good shot right there. I'll get you back. And eventually, I was going to get him back. Probably like eight, ten plays later, I beat the tackle inside. Bryce Young flushes to – I play on the left side, so he's flushing to the right side. I grab a hold of him. It looks like we're probably holding hands. I, like, grab his hand first and work my way up to his arm. So now I've got his arm with my right hand, which leaves my body exposed because I'm focused on on, on pulling this, uh, this kid down. Offensive lineman comes back, cleans me. Dead hit, hits like a spear. Like it was like a Goldberg spear on tape. I just like, I hit the family guy. My feet crossed. I just like hit the ground. And I was like, oh, you got me good. You got me good. And I was like, I, I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna get you. Like in my mind, like I, I go vengeance, I go red. I'm like, how best do I seek retribution? And I get up and uh, like my my chest didn't didn't comp- like it compressed, it didn't decompress. Like I, I was trying to take a breath and it wasn't there. I was like <sighs> No, just, I was like, that's not a full breath. I am no longer on a full tank. So, you know, we're off the field. Luckily, it was a third down. I'm like assessing my body. Cam, you good? Hell yeah. But after I said that, I'm like, so now I sound like, you know, the, the little fat kid sleeping and I'm, I'm awake. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, no. So like, wait, that right, was well, early in the game? That was quarter one. <laughs> oh, my God. First quarter of the game. And so, like, you know, there's the whole three quarters left. So. Whatever it is. Next thing you know, like we go to the game, somebody steps on my foot, irritates irritates my foot. So now I'm over here, whatever it is. You know, third quarter in, I get poked in the eye. I'm like, ah, oh, he got me. <laughs> so now I'm like, I can't breathe, can't see. You know, like get your vision back. And it's like, all right, so we'll be all right. Like it is like, I go to the sideline. They're like, Cam, you good? Absolutely. You know, like I've got no back down in me. Like you're going to have to pull me off this field because I feel like I'm hunting this kid, right? This kid is... Well, you know, he went to Alabama, so he's probably like 35 as a rookie. <laughs> these, these kids are getting older and older from this COVID gap. But Bryce Young, um, I think he's got great poise, will be a, probably a phenomenal quarterback of the future. Uh, but he's young right now. You know, he's a rookie. Uh, he's not what you call mature because he's young. Dead joke of the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like but, you know, you know, so so I'm hunting him the whole game and I'm getting closer. I, I thought I had a strip sack fumble. There was a penalty that took it away from me. I'm looking at the refs like, how dare you throw a late flag? A late flag? A late flag. My guy, Brian Brzee, pills a little man. I grab the ball. I push it down. Ball's on the ground. I go to grab the ball. Brian jumps on it. So now my arm's pinned underneath them. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bro, get the ball. And here my arm is underneath this 310-pound man. I'm just like, please don't break. Please don't break. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, we got the ball. He finally gets up. I'm like, ah, we're, we're back. You know, like. So and then you see just, a flag. What yeah, then thinking? I see a flag. I've already celebrated. Now I look like a now I look like a, a complete wheelbarrow. You know, like I've already hit the levels. Uh, I'm I'm going. I'm I had 100. percent And meanwhile, I'm deflated. So my 100 percent is really 50. percent Because you can't like, breathe. Like, can't breathe. <laughs> you know. So um, we're, we're, I'm going through that. There's all types of emotions. I'm like, I finally got them. They t- they pull it back, and I'm like, I gotta keep hunting. So let's go back. You start talking about Bryce. Yeah. composed he's young 
uh, what was it like going he's against little, him? What, he's little, young, and yes, his name is Bryce. I mean, he's a he's an NFL quarterback, though. Is he that? Yeah, small? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the second tallest quarterback in the league, or second shortest quarterback in the league. But you like what you saw, and you think he's how absolutely do. You think he's do? I, I think he's got phenomenal poise because we tagged him. He was he was like unaffected, like you know, like he get up, he, he he scrambled a couple times. We hadn't seen him scramble the way he scrambled this game. When you know when you're dealing with a young quarterback, you don't really know what you're going to get. I hate going against rookies because you you don't have like a, a set game plan. You're like, all right, this is what he did in college. This is what he did in preseason. You're 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 trying to base a game plan off of preseason vanilla snaps. Did he do anything that made you say, oh, he's got some here? Yeah, his poise in a pocket because I mean his pocket was getting collapsed frequently at a high rate. But you know he took some hits as well and, and like some some. I was like, hey, that might that might actually hurt. Our D tackle Nate Shep put a couple hits on him. Um, you know, Carl Grandison hit him a couple times. I was like, ooh, I, I pushed him and like he hit the ground immediately, like boom. So I'm like, it's not like he had a lot of weight behind him, you know? Like, do, do you try to like? Can you rattle him? Like, is it a young guy? You're a vet. Do you try to get in his head a little bit early in the game? I mean, you're from my experience of of young quarterbacks. You know if they're going to be rattled or not in the first quarter. Like, them first two or three hits would probably tell, tell, like, hey, you're not that guy, pal. But he literally took those hits, popped up, and was whatever. His cadence couldn't hear it. I don't think he was off of the line could hear it. Like, he, no bass in a voice. We're talking about you have you know, your iconic white 80, white 80, Aaron Rodgers. You know, you've got, you know, Derek Carr, whatever his set is. You, you hear it. You know, James Winston, you hear it. Drew Brees, you hear it. Bryce Young in a home game, you're supposed to hear his cadence. We're only eight yards apart. Couldn't hear. That first couple get-offs, I probably was late because I was like, ain't no way he said hike. Wow. I'm going to give you your flowers a little bit. So I saw this stat team put out last night. I got it confirmed by mm. the illustrious NFL research. So Ooh. do you know that you are the active leader in most sacks in primetime games? I've been playing 13 years. I'm not sure. Uh. Like, like that's is that a longevity push? Like who else has been playing longer than me? Clayus Campbell, year sixteen. Von Miller, same year. What other prolific edge rushers are there? And they'll never put me at prolific for some reason. But how many other defensive ends or edge rushers have had ten plus years of seven and a half sacks or more? Like three of us. Are you making your Hall of Fame case right now? Nah, that are should you? speak for itself. I talk about I talk about stats after the season. All I care about is winning right now. Win however you can. You you in the plastic cup. I keep, I keep seeing the plastic. Cup. This, People this, can't this, see this. it. They can't see it. But the the double plastic red cup is, hey, is killing me right now. I we like had it. a game. La we had a game last night. You know, uh, I gave you all that I had plus some. I don't believe in one hundred one percent, but I tried to give it to you. You know, like whatever was my hundred percent, I gave it to you every play. Um, and then we got on the flight. Flight was got to be around like 12 one o'clock ish there east coast time so we're in central so we landed like 1 15 ish you know i'm in the car get home probably like 1 30 so now i'm up and i get in the massage chair and i'm like just talking crap on twitter looking for smoke i look up it's like three o'clock in the morning i was like i take my butt to sleep my daughter wakes up go pick up my daughter put her in bed uh because she's screaming and i don't need her to wake up the other kids put her in bed deal with wifey in the morning. Hey, why? who, who got Chacha? I did. Chacha is my youngest daughter, Chanel. She's two. And she decides to wake up sometimes and somebody's got to come get her. Or she'll wake everybody else up. She screams. And when I'm asleep, 
I hear nothing. So I don't know these battles 90% of the time. To, to be clear, my wife is amazing. She, she's a phenomenal mom because I don't wake up. And I've never woken up for anything in the middle of the night. I wake up at like 630, go over to the facility, get a quick lift in. I go to my community event. I always talk to a school or elementary or elementary or middle school or preferably not a high schooler because high school kids, they like talk back. But like, go talk to these kids, you know, give, you know, give whatever, give, give them a little inspiration to talk about, you know, how I want, you know, I want them to succeed because I do, I've always done it. And I've been doing, I've been talking to kids in the elementary schools, whatever it is since high school. So I just feel like that's a part of who I am. And then, you know, I go, I go back cause we have, uh, it's an off day and I'm put that in quotation marks because you still have to go in and get a lift. You still have to go in and break down film. You still have to get a jump on uh, the Green Bay Packers. So defensive line, me at 1030, we break down film, whatever that is. I tell guys, hey, get your body work, get whatever it is you need to do. I go back to rehab. You know, I'm treating my little my little bruised, whatever you, this you can is. Breathe, you can breathe a little bit again. Not really. Just not a, not a great, great morning. Um, but I'd probably say I got like 75% oxygen capacity. You know, like so... In the next two days, I'll be back to 100%. I love it for me. I mean, after they, this, after once you start, you're never, once practice is start, you're never 100% again. Right. right. My, da- my dad told me the moment I played football, he said, hey, man, once, pre- once football starts, that's the last day you're fully healthy. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm always healthy. And then I got to, you know, college and was like, uh, high school, invincible. In fact, in high school, the only thing that took me out was I, got, I brought home a C. And mom's mom's kept me out of uh, football for like two weeks, to get my grades right. And I was like, oh, can't mess that up no more. And then we got like in a, in a family car accident. And I broke a couple ribs and then they wouldn't let me play. And I was like, it's not my fault. I just want to play football. They're like, your, your ribs are broken. What does that have to do with football? You know, like, so we're different. Football Warrior mentality. Different. Yeah, different mentality to play football. That's that's life. Okay, so I want to <laughs> right, switch, switch a little bit. We're talking about hits. We're talking about injuries and playing through stuff. We saw the hit Monday night. If you watch the game, Steelers, Browns, Nick Chubb, uh, Browns running back, took a nasty hit to the knee. Here's Chubb trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. Knocked down at the three. Ball came out, but he was down. Minka Fitzpatrick gets the tackle, but a gain of five. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. Uh, his coach, Kevin Stefanski, says he's out for the season. A lot of conversation last night, today, about the hit from Minka Fitzpatrick, who also got hurt uh, on that play. Did he go too low? Is it Was it dirty? Was it not? As a defender, how do you how do you hit a guy? A lot of talk, well, Nick Chubb is a powerful runner. You got to go low. So a lot of conversation about whether that hit was dirty or not. And as a defender, from your perspective, what do you think about that hit and, and just in general how do you yeah. put your tackle technique how do you go about hitting a guy so that he doesn't suffer that What's kind of my injury? tackle techniques which uh, yes six four two hundred eighty seven pounds my tackle technique is come see me and you're going down <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who you are um but as a linebacker you're seven yards off the ball now your dbs are not six four two hundred eighty five to 290 pounds they're not six foot 240 pounds what is what is Minka? Minka is 6'1, 210. Nick Chubb is 230, 235. That's a power running back coming down full speed, hitting second level, which as a defense, as, as a defensive lineman, you don't want your you don't want your second line of defense, your defenders, your safeties, your corners 
having to make those tackles. But now that he does, he's not going to hit him head up. I'm trying to get him down as fast as I can. And the easiest way to get him down is ankle tackles, going through going through the legs. Because if he's already a powerful running like Nick Chubb is, it takes multiple guys to bring him down. You can't just hit him up top in the chest. He'll continue driving. He squats 600 pounds. So, you know, he he took he took his position, he took his ankle. I don't think it was or his his angle and he he went low. After watching it a few times like and I watched it a few times this morning, as unfortunate as it comes that he, you know, uh, an injury was sustained and something that uh you know, the coach came out and said he's gone for the season. You hate that for Nick Chubb, you hate that for the Browns, you know, you hope that they can bounce back from that. But that's, you know, that's a part of the game as well. Like it's a violent sport, it's a combat sport. And there's nothing dirty about it. Dirty would be like what the safety did for, what was that, Travis Hunter, the Colorado-Colorado State game, when the ball was already out the way and the safety still coming down five yards out. That's like the late hit, that could be seen as dirty. This one, this was just a hit that happened. There was already a guy on his back pushing him forward. There was a safety coming downhill, and that was just bad timing for the hit in terms of Nick Chubb. I mean, in terms of Steelers' defense, they had to get him down. You know, I love being an edge rusher, love being a defender, love having the mentality that I'm a warrior. I'm a monster. I walk around with the, you know, with, with the C on my chest for a reason. It's not, it, it stands for captain, but it really like cams him, you know, like it just is what it is. I want to go ham cam. I want to be that guy. I want to be a leader, not only for my D line, but for the whole defense, you know, and that starts with mentality. And that's, you know, when I'm breaking down film, I'm watching other dogs on the defense. I'm watching pass rushers. I'm watching edge rushers. I'm watching guys who are affecting the quarterback, getting to the rock. That being said, when we come back from this break, I'm bringing in one of my, my boys, one of my dogs on another team, the Patriots, you know, via Grand Valley State, via possibly Louisiana, I guess. We'll have him explain that himself. But Matthew Judon coming on to, the, coming on to Off the Edge with Cam Jordan. Can't wait. Tune in. Come back. We got it going. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, off the edge with Cam Jordan, I get the pleasure to bring in a sack master himself, over 60 sacks. What is that, 62 and a half, 63 and a half last night, 64? You, you, you're you starting to snap. You're, you're getting close. We're hitting the, the upper echelon of, oh, he's on to something. We're talking about Matthew Judon, Patriots outside linebacker, Patriots all-world rusher, drafted Baltimore, uh, originally 
Born in Louisiana, which I just found out this fun fact. Me, I've, I've known Matt Judon for quite a while, and I did not know we had some Louisiana connect. Yeah. But yeah, some some ties, man. You've been hiding it from me. I just want to say a four-time Pro Bowler, you know, just cold. The guy's been guy's been active in the backfield and apparently been hiding secrets from his boys. I, I'm confused. You Louisiana native? Yeah, yeah. So uh my like all my family still down there. So for some reason my mom decided to move to Michigan when I was when I was a baby. And so uh I grew up in Michigan, so now a lot of people really know I got the Louisiana roots. Okay, th- there we go. Hey, look, look, man, you know, you know, Mark claim you, bro. Like he's like, nah, you know, he he from Michigan. You know where we at with it? And I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, Michigan boys. And then I, I looked up the stats today, and I said, Louisiana. Oh, in fact, Baton Rouge. That boy really him and Boosie Boo re- really really them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, my uh, all my people still down there, man. Shouts out to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the park. But uh, I uh, I really don't know. I went to school all in Michigan, uh, high elementary, grade school. Grew up in the church in Michigan, and mm. college in Michigan, and uh, I ain't leave. I ain't really leave Michigan until I went to Baltimore. So, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a Michigander, Michigander. Oh, yeah, that, hey, that's what I mean. That's what I tell people. I'm really from Arizona. Like, I was born in Minnesota, but I left when I was four. First, yeah. you know, first kiss, learn how to drive, you know, really, really picked up, you know, the Riz was really Arizona. So that's where I'm at with it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Every, uh, every other place I go, I need a GPS. When I'm in Michigan, I don't need that thing. I know exactly where I'm going. I don't know not a name of a street in Arizona, but I know how to get around. Exactly. I'm scared. Hey. Yeah, that's my corner store. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's my granny house over there. Okay, take a left. Exactly. I know I know how to get everywhere where everybody grew up living, all that. That's ride the bike, fights, parks, all that. Yeah. All that Michigan. Well, let's just dive in because I've got, you know, you just went viral and not for sex. One, I want to know where this came from, because I ain't never talked about that. That red sleeve wonder where you uh knocking the slime off? Uh, what what that is? That that sex uh, celebration. Tell me about that. Bro, uh, bro, our boy Mark, man, he was like, I was kind of getting sacks. I was getting, you know, starting to become a premier name in the league. And he was like, man, you got to stick with one sack celebration. And I just used to do, I just used to dance, you know. I, <laughs> hey, yeah. and, so, and so we used to do everything. And we was doing like the uh, the team celebrations and all that. But Mark was like, man, you got to stick with one celebration. And I think I did that. I did uh, that right there, Kansas City game. And he was like, bro, you got to stick with that. And then, like, the next the next week I had got a celebration, and I ain't do it. I ain't do it. He was like, bro, everybody was waiting for you to do it. Everybody. And so after that, I just it's went It's provocative. Went it gets the crowd going. Right? Exactly. I just went back to that. And uh, it kind of just stuck. And then when I came to uh, when I came to the Patriots, you know, I just started getting sacks. I started getting sacks, putting numbers up back to back, and then it just caught on. It caught on like fire. You said, you said something. You said something about bag to bag because you boy started to get that duffel bag started getting deeper. That boy started getting them with the chops yeah. and the cl- and the swipes and the. Uh, you was hey, you was you was doing something in Baltimore. You done lit the whole fire over 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 there at the Patriots. 
Yeah, I think I think man, they just they just ball, let me ball be mode me. Boston. They they let me be me out here. They let me uh do a, do what we got to do. And I think the biggest thing from uh the Ravens to uh you know the Patriots is the Patriots like switch our covers a lot more than the Ravens did. Like the Ravens, like you they like this is a man to man team. We got man to man corners at at the Ravens. They uh they you know they kind of lanky. Uh, they can run real good, and they physical. So, uh, in in Baltimore, you knew it was a man to man. So people who run man beaters, and they kind of get the ball out a little bit faster. But oh. the Patriots, we hold, we like show different disguises, schemes, and all that stuff. Multiplicity. It, it frees you up. And it helps, it helps the DBs, you know, like, you know, if he's not a man the whole time, okay, well, now I have to identify defenses. Exactly. It, it, it helps to confuse a quarterback, you know, younger, especially younger ones. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I just need I just need that split second for the quarterback to be confused, and then I'm there. I'm uh, there. Uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. So, so if a quarterback ever got to go to to his third read, like, we got we to gotta be on the quarterback here. Gotta be on it, hey, on it, stepping on his neck though. Okay. Yeah. All right. As as a as a, as a pass rusher to a pass rusher, we are not going to talk about stopping the run. Like that's you know that's where I have my my most fun at. But pass rusher, pass rusher, would you prefer a game with ten pressures or a game with one and a half sacks? Give me a game with two sacks. Uh, instead, wait, do two I got sacks. Okay, sacks? round do up. I, do I do I got any sacks in these in these pressures? Nah. No. Ten, hey, 10 pressures, like going federal, but not right. closing the deal. Okay, am I, am I hitting a quarterback or is these pressures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good? 10 pressures, probably three quarterback hits, you know, like crazy game. You, you work. Hey, give, okay. me, give, give it out work. Or do you want two sacks and you only had, you know, three pressures? Two of, the, two of those pressures were sacks. So really one pressure, two sacks. I mean, stat-wise, I'd take them sacks. Stat-wise. That's what I try to tell people. I take that. The game we just had against Carolina, I was in the backfield like every four plays. Like my 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 uh, you know, we get the gray sheet after the game. Gray sheet looks phenomenal. Sensation. But they the one sack fumble I had, they took back because of a penalty. So guess what that stat line says? Four tackles. A quarter one quarterback hit. And I'm like, bro, what? I was tagging this man. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, the thing about that is, man, the talking heads. They'll look at that stat sheet and they be like, bro, Cam didn't even show up today. Cam didn't even do nothing today. Hey, the, hey, the casuals will kill you every time. Man, you'd be like, bro, you should have seen the work I was giving it. Like, nobody master, wanted to block me. Master clash. Like, I was giving, I was giving you everything I had. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it'd be some games that, you know, you get the chip from the tight end to the chip to the running back. And the ball get out fast. You like okay, I'm about to go work at the three technique, right? Then, or, then or you get or you get that I'm beating him on the edge, so I'm gonna go inside, and then that that guard starts sliding with the tackle every time. Guard center, guard center slide. So now, slide. so now I can't work my inside moves that I was killing this dude with, and now if I run the edge, the quarterback stepping up. Right. So I mean, bro, the casuals, like you said, man, the people that don't know football love to talk football. <laughs> hey, everybody! Hey, everybody got opinion. And social media these days, everybody got a heavily formulated opinion. Yeah. But what Stephen A. say about uh, Max Kellerman? He said, he said, hey, 
you either you either an analyst or you're a former player. And if you're not, if you're not either, maybe we're looking for one or the other. Yeah. I'm just saying, I was out like, it was something to that aversion. I said, I said, oh. Oh. Yeah. When I said when, when an analyst goes after uh, another analyst, oh. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I mean, it's like, bro, just if you don't know what you're talking about, shut up. <laughs> hey, on, on, on all accounts. Hey, so what I meant to what I meant to allude to before we started talking about sack celebrations, etc. Um, you went viral the the other day, uh, finding your keys on the side of the road. I just like I saw it this morning. I saw I saw a couple things, and we're gonna talk about all three of them. But like, your key, why was your keys on the side of the road? Why did your teammate leave with your keys on on top of a car? Why did your keys take off with? Why'd your teammate take off with a, with a car? And why don't I have an air tag on my keys? Because now I got to do that <laughs> ASAP. See, see, it wasn't the keys. Look, so my brother, he was taking my Audi. He was taking my Audi to the dealership to uh, get the tire fixed. But then my my Audi keep my key in. That's my normal car, everyday car. So he took my uh, wallet. He took my little wallet. And he put it on top of my charger. And so I had to go to work. So I took the charger out. I'm driving. I, I don't see nothing. You know, it, it's a, we it's, we coming off of a loss. I'm like, man, let me go get this workout in. You know, get, get back into the motion of things. I don't see nothing. He called me. Like, I'm probably like five, five minutes away from work. He called me. He like, did you get did you get your wallet off the top of the car? I'm like, no. Nah, like, what you talking about? He like, oh, I put your wallet on top of the car uh, this morning. So I'm like, man, damn. Because the, the charger's low, so he just figured you see it. And you know, I was I was moping to the car, man. You, you, you not, know you how like, I be. No doubt, no doubt. But you're not you're not Bryce Young. Like you ain't five eight claiming five ten. You. You Judah, you six three, six four, six five. Exactly, exactly. How many times you look on the top of your car? Okay. Well, I, you. I don't have, I don't have a small car. I got, a, I got the, uh, I got a Bronco, and then hey, I just got that electric Hummer that just came in. So now I got to sell the Bronco. I'm a one car guy, but like, yo, yo, one car guy. No, I'm a one car guy. I'm simple. Nah, you know, you just switch them up. That's no. not one car. That's not one car guy. I was, yo, I was in a yo, Bronco. Is a 2023 or 2022? 2022, but I was in a Bronco, or no, I was in a Tahoe for 11 years. My first 11 years, I was in the same car. I was in a Chevy Tahoe, American made, right? But it finally like died on me. I, I like, I was trying to do too much with it. It finally died right before season. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I got to get a new car. I want the, I want the Hummer. Hummer was a year wait. And I was yeah. like, well, all right, well, I got to get something. So I really just went to the closest dealership was like, what you got on lot? They're like, hey, well, we got this Bronco. Somebody didn't want it. Da, da, da. Great. I'll take it. So as much as I like the Bronco, as much as I like, I was like, I, I really wanted the Hummer. So the Hummer came in. So now I look like I'm a two-car guy, but I'm really a one-car guy. Yeah, yeah. So you're a two-car guy, but we'll we keep going. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm driving to work. He called me and I got this air tag because I always just lose my wallet. So I got this air tag and I uh I look at it. And I zoom in, it's like close to my house, but it's on the highway. And I'm like, bro, it's like, I'm on the phone with it. I'm like, bro, it's no way my wallet on the highway. He like, 
send me the geotag, I'll go get it. I'm like, you can't send a geotag for the lost, like, lost yeah. my phone. Like, you can't send it. And even if you get there, you won't be exactly on it. Like, I got to go get it. So I turn around, I'm driving, and lo and behold, man, like, right off the exit from my house to go to the, uh, get on the highway, I pull over, they say it's right there. I got to walk probably like 100, 200 feet to actually find it, like be right on top of it. And thank God, it was like on the side of the road. It wasn't on the middle. It wasn't in the middle of the road, nothing crazy. Or I didn't have to like stop traffic. I just had to walk and grab it. And then I was like, man, I got to tell the people about this because this no, like nobody will believe. I, I'm not a wallet guy no more. Now, now I'm just like, I keep my little my little two credit cards on the on the you heard me and I keep it pushing. It's close, you know, it's personal. And it keeps me, it keeps me from like spending random money. Cause like if you got cash in you, you got cash on your pocket. Next thing you know, like I'm like, oh yeah, I can I can buy, I can buy that. These snacks are happening. I'm gonna bring these in for the guys. Always bringing in these random ass, you know, donuts, ho-hos. I swear I make my team fat. Like, cause I'm a fat kid at heart. Nah, I nah. You, you you don't do it. Don't set them up. Y'all might have a random. Y'all might have a random weigh in. Hey, we're consistent, bro. <laughs> Whatever you got going over there, we have a weekly weigh in. It's always on Thursday or something like a Thursday. It's like we had a Monday night game, so our you know our weigh in was Friday. We got a short week Thursday. We don't have weigh ins. We the Saints are for everything that they are are consistent. You know, always on a Thursday. Never had a pop quiz. You've uh-huh. had a, you've you've had you've had a random weigh in with that. What what does that even mean? Don't, don't uh-huh. randomly weigh me in. No, nah, we did. We didn't. We did just have some weigh-ins. Like, hey, I want to check where your weigh at. Come get on the scale. Oh no! Hey, you know, you know, interior D linemen and office linemen, they need some some time to prepare. Now, to be clear, everybody has like a wait list, a, a weight that you're listed at, or a weight that your team wants you to be at, and then um, they want you to stay at. That's what they. That's what the team has declared a player's optimal weight. Right? I have seen greats uh, have quote unquote weight, like, hey, you, they we want, to, want this wide receiver who has had seven consecutive 1,000 yard seasons at 212 or 215 or whatever that weight is. And he's consistently like 218 and they fine him anyways. You know, like the league is a very finable situation. Yeah, it's 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 all about how they can get their money back. <laughs> they stay trying to get their money back. It's like, man, you you playing great, but those two extra pounds going to slow you down. Ah, we hate that. 600 bucks a pound. Yeah, it's like come on man. How like how do you then, know? Yeah, how and then know? you go and then and then that same player goes out and snags eight catches at 98 yards. You're like, "Bro, I think I'm doing all right." Yeah, yeah, it was some 2 pounds. It was <laughs> over two pounds. over 2 pounds. Like, can I get my 1200 back? You know, you know like th- those that 5 pound swing though, like, you know, later on in the season when it gets tedious and that back get tight. You know, you, you're like, oh, I might be two over. Okay, three over. Now, nah, see, see, I got Pilates for that. I got Ooh. Pilates for that. I go to oh, yeah, tell the secrets in. Boy, you got you on the, you on the board with the, the big stretch out. I just, I just love Pilates. I'm telling you, you got to keep that core tight. If you don't keep that core tight, if you don't, uh, uh, yeah. And then that back going to get tight. You know, that move that you could do. And you so, ain't you ain't swim. Hey, you you ain't hitting the, the double hand swipe the same no more. Wax up, yeah. Daniel son, I see you. I be yeah. hey, I be watching. I be watching highlight sacks of, of the week. Just be like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I done that. Oh, I could steal that. 
Do you do the same thing though? Like, are you all are are, are you an active like film watcher? And if so, like, who do you like to watch in terms of pass rushers? Uh, man, I I watch everybody. I think uh TJ one of the best pass rushers. Like, just when he like when he want to win, he know exactly where to what move to go to. Uh, I think uh. Hassan. I'm a, I'm gonna counter your TJ with with Joey Bosa's hand combos, but continue. Man, see Joey Bosa hand combos be great, but TJ be uh do all his stuff off speed. Joey do all his stuff off power, and so it it be like two different rushes. But Joey again, and that's like, why and that's how you know I like Joey. You know what I'm saying? Like because uh, you know what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. Joey will get to like the middle of the chest and the outside shoulder pad. And then kill kill somebody's hands. He'll, he'll be like this. And, Bro, and hey, hand combos out there looking like Mortal Kombat combinations. Combination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then uh if you watch, if you watch Hassan, bro, Hassan got ready. Go. He, he got like he got some, that go. Bro, he just got some of the best moves. It, it'd be crazy. Hey, clean wins. Hey, clean yes. wins. Yeah. And then uh it's it's so many pass rushes, but uh I think Hassan, TJ, and then uh, who who else I'll be watching. I always always I, mess up this of this sweat. Um, I believe it's Montez. Josh is w- Josh Sweat is with Philadelphia. Montez yeah. Sweat is with the Commanders. Montez yeah. be going crazy. Yeah, see, you like power rushes. I don't be. <laughs> I'll be like, I ain't about to do that. <laughs> like, like I don't. Really, when I be getting into my power rush, it I be stand, I end up standing straight. Mm. It's, it's just I don't be knowing how to get off of it. I'll be like, nah, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay away from that. When you knock on that door, eventually the door gonna have to get open. Hey, yeah. keep knocking that door. Hey, when they when they start sitting down, now you got a short edge. It's just well, a reverse mentality. Well, yeah. See, I mean, I didn't did some power rushes, but they be off like speed. My my thing is speed. And I uh another dude, uh Crosby, like he just always moving. Bruh, he active. he he always <laughs> moving. It's like it's like speed, power, inside move, cross chop. It, it's just it's never ended for a guy like that. And so when I mean when you can put them back to back to back to back to back, and you in the run game, you're in the pass game. And, and you just going like we didn't we didn't see some like beautiful games put together by some outside rushers. So yes, I'll be stealing. I'll be <laughs> if it hey, you got to. If it work, let me use it too. Exactly. I like that. I if like that. Work, I like what work. you did. So now it's mine. And now I'm gonna see, put my just, finesse on it. I'm trying to I'm gonna try to get that uh that fake spin though. I'm gonna do it one time. That that D wear in the Super Bowl when he hit him with the hand. I'm gonna do it one time. I mean, I mean, and, and it wasn't against no slouch. The dude he did again against right. in the uh, Hall of Fame, ain't he? Yeah, Joe. I believe Staley. That was the, was that the was that the other was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hit, yeah. hit him with that. He come here. So I mean, I'm a I'm gonna do it one one of these times. You know, offensive linemen the cattle, bro. Like they they sort of. I'm not gonna say they dumb, but like they get very stuck in in routine, if you shall. So like when you hit him with the speed, now you can go to power. When you hit him with the power, now you can go to speed. Speed. It's li- just playing checkers. I'm not even playing chess. They fall yeah. for it every time. They 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 really do. They really do. <laughs> it's, it's it's some good ones some with some good feet, but you know most of them just getting away until that uh the quarterback can get the ball off. 
That's it. They got that fast release. All right. So I want to ask you, you know, we talked about Pilates, keeping your back, back right. Do you prefer, you know, the controversial debate, turf or grass? Oh, grass all the way. Uh, okay. I, Cause I you, think. Because you play on I, grass and, and be more and Boston. No, no. We uh Boston, you know, New turf. England turf. But uh, turf is faster. It's, uh, it's, I think it's better when, uh, when like, in snow games. I think turf is better. Uh, did but any anything else? Uh, I rather I rather prefer grass. It's it just get like it gives easier, but it's it's also some people out here with some bad grass. Like don't don't get us don't get it wrong. Like you you go to you go to uh Green Bay Packers joint like late in the season. No, it's no what? It's no, sad. Like, it's you it's, go to you go to uh. The Steelers or the Browns late in the season, you're playing on dirt. It's, it's one well, one of them is sand, and then the other one is just mud. Right, like that's, that's just not it's not what you want. Bart, you've had it. You've had a sack in each each of these games. You're balling in my mind, like because I'm only seeing highlights, and I just want to know how do you feel about your your play right now? Can you elevate, and how do you elevate? I gotta, I gotta just be more of a force. Uh, I feel like, I feel like I gotta start moving more in the middle of the defense because, uh, you know, I, you know, at that level, you start just getting weird blocks, man. Chips from wide receivers, like, bro, you not the motion even, the tight end, like, bro, I've already angled in, leave me alone. Exactly, and then, uh. A running back just stay in the backfield. So I, I think I got to start moving more in the middle of the defense. But uh, I think one of the biggest things is we got to actually be in, a, be in a situation to where we can pass rush. You know, uh, we got to. When they don't know where you at, then you get some freedom to like really show your moves. When they hey, know where you at each and every time, they be like, oh, we're sliding towards Judon. Exactly. Exactly. And but uh, I feel like I gotta be like a point guard, get everybody else involved right now, Thanks. you know, and, and get everybody else going, and then that's just gonna free me up a little bit more. For sure. Well, I appreciate you, my boy. Look, I, I said I get you off in thirty minutes. It took thirty three, and that's not my fault because I was I was late. I was my laptop had to update, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, we we good, man. Appreciate you for having me, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, my guy. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you tap out, uh, Thomas. Get my man out of here. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. 
And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Appreciate my guy, Matthew Judon, for coming in, tapping in off the edge with Cam Jordan on my podcast. Episode two went down. We talked about a plethora of subjects. I appreciate y'all tapping in the whole time and talk about tapping in and tuning in. Please uh, give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast at, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, wherever else you may tune in and get your podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I appreciate Judon for tapping in. I appreciate my producers for helping me out carry this conversation because I'm just looking at you and you're not looking at me, but we're going to keep on going quite happily. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.